Welcome to Magnified Word Broadcast with Bishop Chris Quinston Addo, a son of the prophet Dakiwood Mills. Teaching the nations with signs, wonders, and prophetic manifestations, he's currently the senior pastor of the Captain of Salvation Cathedral, Kaswa Nyinyanukokraba. Now on today's message. It's beautiful to be in a small gathering like this. I don't know about you, but I like such gatherings. It's not if it's not for any selfish reason. It's usually powerful. You see, as the worship was going on, it was something different. Like as against a very huge hall like what we have there, which is also powerful. So this evening, I want us to look at Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians chapter 5 Verse 15 We have decided not to be on Facebook Because some people thought They would watch on Facebook (laughs) Uh, But I think this particular service We just want to run it cool So Ephesians chapter 5 Verse 15 and 16 See then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. Verse 16, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Somebody say amen. So today I want to talk about redeeming the time. You know, I think, um, Ishmael, you cannot come forward so that when it's time we can but except the one controlling the microphone I think you can be there yeah I want to read from the NLT you see to be honest with you I want us to listen to the message as a message from God to us we are just about 10 but God is speaking to us for a reason is it that so be careful how you live So in this coronavirus season, so be careful how you live. Don't live like fools. So there's a way fools live. But like those who are wise. I'm taking my time. Verse 16. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. So how many will agree with me that we are in some evil days? (laughs) I mean, look at this COVID that has come. It's grounded a lot of things. It's grounded relationships. This afternoon, my niece was getting married. And we were watching on Zoom. Because we family members, they said, because of the church and the pastors, you know, the, the the father and mother are all pastors. So a lot of pastors were to be present. So we family members, we should allow them. So Methodist days, Methodist days, a lot of priests. Because they were looking at a particular number. 
So I, I, I just could imagine I was in my bedroom watching my niece's wedding. Because that's the season we are in. And everybody had a nose mask. Like the way we have. <laughs> Aeroplanes are not flying as previously would have. Now when we come to church, we can't even hug. Some of us, we loved hugging. Because that's the only time to show your love. But now you can't hug. You see your brother, you can't hug. You see your sister, you can't hug. You can't shake. You are careful even what you eat and drink. We are in that evil day. But he says that make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. And the King James says that redeeming the time because the days are evil. So you see, the interesting thing is that the days that are evil did not start in our time. Even in Jesus' days, there was seasons where the days were evil. Just that maybe in our time, it has heightened. In John chapter 9, verse 4. John chapter 9, verse 4. Bible says, I must work I must work the works. Somebody said I must work the works. He said, I must work the works of him that sent me. So what, what you need to know is that you have been sent. I have been sent. It may look like, oh, I mean, we have been in the world around for a while now. I am 42. I am 47. I am 51. I am 33. I am 22. Who has sent me? I mean, I've been around. But you see, Jesus said, at this time, Jesus was over 30 years. He said, I must work the works of him that has sent me. He was around. He's been around. But he realized that he had been sent. Sent from where? Someone may think that it was sent from heaven. Ah, well, it's a way of looking at it. If it's sent from heaven, then you too have been sent from heaven because where did you come from? Think about it. Where did you come from? Somebody say from my mother's womb. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I think some people need to know this. Though you came from your mother's womb, your mother's womb was just a transit point. Everybody came from heaven. But not necessarily would you go to heaven. Because we are all spirits. I think I should give my offering before before my my blessing is missed. (laughs) Are you you listening to me? So, we came from heaven. Ishmael, you came from heaven. You came from heaven. I came from heaven. So what happens is that a man meets a woman and then they decide to be friends. And then they have what we call sex. And then God says that, you go. That's how it is. So, when you are chosen, because you are spirit, then you, you are... So God chooses who you come through. So the, the, the man is mia in the lady. God says, you, you go through here. 
Yeah. As the husband and wife are enjoying, God says, you, you go through here. So, you don't choose. In Jesus' case, the Holy Ghost said, I will do that. So he did. And came over this woman, and then this young girl, and then she got pregnant and gave birth to Jesus. But Jesus said, I must work the works of him that sent me emphasis whilst it is day. Because Jesus was trying to send a revelation here that we have a limited time to work that works. He said, once it is day, for the night cometh when no man can work. You know, we all know that when it is night, you cannot work. Well, unless some few jobs here and there. But generally, when it is night, we all go to sleep. When it is night, we can't do much. And what is the night? The night is like this season we are in. It's a night season. The night is when you cannot do much. As individuals, there can come a time when you, you have moved into a night season. For example, when you fall sick and you can't move. That's your night. And whether you believe it or not, there are nights that are coming. And we must work. Today you see Pastor Richard singing and all that. Maybe in some years down the road, he will not be able to. So as he's doing it, he must do it and do it well. But you see, it's almost like we don't think like that. So the Apostle Paul, as led by the Holy Spirit, was saying that redeem the time for the days, not the season, the days are evil. The days when you must work. Jesus said, I must work the works of him that sent me whilst it is day. And Jesus and Apostle Paul said, that day, the days are evil. So the multiple days are evil. The days to work are evil. So the pain is narrowing. That is why a lot of us are not working the works. Today a lot of people would say, me, I can't even go to church because I don't know who I'm going to meet. And that is, it is narrowing. So work the, it is becoming more difficult to work the works. For example, if you used to sing in the choir, now when we come to church, the choir can't sing. So if you are not singing before, unnatural. Maybe there's coming a time we cannot even come to church because the 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 nation will be too chaos that you can't even move. This one not Corona, it's political now. You will be shocked. I am not saying I'm prophesying, but we can be shocked. And, and that's how the world is moving. So if, God forbid, assuming something like that happens, can the church go to church? No. It's narrowing. Now, a lot of things must be done through online. Zoom. You have to go to school through Zoom. You have to marry via Zoom. Very soon, you don't even have to travel to a country. You can just be here and enjoy the country. So everything is narrowing. So in the midst of the evil days, what is God expected of us within the redeeming of the time? Because a man is a kaboom at a faster rate. And if you are not careful, you can still be a Christian, but you are not doing much 
that will get you some rewards in heaven. But which case is almost like you don't even know why you are here. Is it are you are you here just to enjoy eat, drink tea, eat egg, and then you get up? You can't go to school. You can't eat, drink, eat, drink, eat, drink. If your mind plus sex, eat, drink, sex, eat, drink, sex. So ah, are we are we dogs? Are we pigs? We are not. So the reason why we are here, it's almost like something is fighting it. So today God wants me to remind us that the thing is closing at a faster rate. But we better do that thing that we have to do also at a faster rate. That should the ninth fall on the whole world or fall on you, at least you have been able to do what you have to do. Am I talking to God's people? So I'm going to look at four major things that you have to do in redeeming the time. Number one. So Jesus said in John chapter 9 verse 5. That he said, I must write the works of him that sent me once a day for the night cometh when no man can work. He said that as long as I am in the well, I am the light of the well. In, in our context, as long as we are also in the world. We are supposed to be the light of the world. Light is, I don't know, I wish there was a switch here. If you put, it's here, somewhere here. I assume, should we put off all the lights? It will be very difficult for you to find a way. Should your something fall, it will be easy for you to, to find. So, Bible says that, Jesus said, I am, that is Jesus, he is the light of the world. Interestingly, before Jesus even said this, this is John chapter 9. He had taught his disciples in Matthew chapter 5, which was before John chapter 9. He had taught them that you are the light of the world. In Matthew chapter 5 verse 14, you are. So everybody who is a believer, who is a Christian, who is a follower of Christ, you are the light of the world. So Jesus was also saying that, you know what? If only you are the light of the world, I am also the light of the world. But you see, the interesting thing is that you are the light of your world. So, because you cannot go everywhere, there are some places God has given every one of us to be able to reach. Now, physically, it's becoming difficult for you to reach People in those areas, geographically, it's becoming difficult. So, your only opportunity is the little geographic that you can reach plus virtual. Who's around you virtually? I wish I was telling the whole church what I'm saying. Are you recording it? I wish I'm telling the whole church. But the Lord said, I should say it today. Tomorrow's message is different. I wish I'm telling the whole church this. That Charlie, we better become wild. That is why, that is why, that's the revelation I'm living by. That's why, like, yesterday, we come every Friday, we come and we are here and we are doing studio work. 
and trying to do what? To get messages across. And most of the messages are virtual. Messages that we can put up on podcasts, messages that we can put up on YouTube so that people will listen and then they will have to think in a particular in readiness for where they are going. We are supposed to be the light of the world. Every, you know, as you are enjoying your little life and your small life, your main purpose should not be lost. That is why before he said that you are the light of the world, in Matthew chapter 5 verse 14, verse 13, he said that you are the salt of the earth. Salt is one thing that, one ingredient that if you don't add to anything that you want to enjoy, it, it doesn't work. Is it not so? Salt has a role to preserve. So you are supposed to be a preservative in the life of people. When people encounter you, they should be able to thank God for your life because because of you, they can survive. That is salt. It shouldn't be that because of you, they are dying. Because of you, nothing really happened. But I prophesy, because of you, they will be preserved. Because of you, they will be tasty. When you add salt to steel, it brings out the taste, a good balance. And so, the first thing that we have to do is to be the light of the world, to be the saviors of men. Every one of us, your agenda when you wake up is, what can I do to get somebody saved? Charlie? It's more important than, hey, what can I do to do my master's? Charlie, master's at home. <laughs> Yo, but if we are saying it's ending, it's a master's with the coin. I mean, when you cheer, you can see clearly that the, the world is ending. In First John chapter 2, verse 15. First John 2, 15. 16 and 17. Is it that? Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. Do you agree with me that we, most of us are lovers of the things in the world? We don't love the world, but we love the things in the world. We love the cars. We love the what? What are some of the things? The mansions and then the money. Is that all we can say? What are some of the things in the world? The fame. The properties. What are you loving? Most of the things you are saying, you don't have it. You don't have mansion, you don't have properties. You don't. So what are the things that you are loving? You see, the scripture, sometimes we read and then we assume we know. I want you to think. What, what, what I'll say, love not the world. Oh me, I don't love the world. Okay. Neither the things that are in the world. So he's talking about now things in the world. So, why are you running away? What are the things in the world? Don't you, don't you love shoes? Don't you love money? Don't you love movies? Some of you are planning to buy some TV. Some of you love phones. Don't you love Facebook? He's talking, that is what he's talking about. Love not the things that are in the world. What else do you love? What's happening? Loving girls, loving boys, loving your wife, loving your husband. He's not saying, he didn't say neither the things that are bad in the world. 
But he said that neither the things in the world, so good, good and bad, in the world. Love it not. Enjoy it, but don't love it. Love means that I can die for the thing. So don't be, don't be the type of believer who is ready to die for your masters. Die for uh, getting a phone. Die for marriage. Die for, Charlie, if I don't do anything, I can't. You, you are not correct. There's something wrong. He said that love not the well, neither the thing. And this same John is the one who is telling us that Jesus said he is the light of the world. And he says that if any man love the well, the love of the father is not in him. Next verse, verse 16. He says that for all that is in the world, so he's not describing the things that are in the world, for all that is in the world, including the chairs, including the amplifier, including church buildings, including your house, including your nun's couch, including the aquarium, including your TV, including your bottles, including... Everything. These days you see people who are having different things. A lot of ladies are fake. They are just moving as fake ladies. Thank God most of them are not in church. Thank God I'm not preaching on Facebook. They would have insulted me. Is it not true? What I'm saying is it not true? It's not true. Eh? Eh? Tennis ball. I, I'll just, you know, just like that. And the common man left to post, so they'll do it back on. <laughs> Thank God there's one lady here. What I'm saying is it not true. It's true. For all that is in the world, the last of the flesh, the last of the eyes, that means that, when you say last, that means that the flesh is misbehaving. The, the flesh is desiring things. And all of us, our flesh sometimes desires things. You can see food. And you know that you don't have to eat, but you just tell it, this one they have a chop on. The last of the flesh. What sometimes the flesh, you want to watch a movie, you have watched series one, series two, series three, series four, series five, series Every time you are following, last of the flesh. Pornography. And the last of the eyes. You see this, you, I want this, I want this mansion, I want this house, I want this, last of the eyes. Most of us have it all. And the pride of life, you want to prove a point. Even your walking Christ have to prove a point. <laughs> Most of us, we are proving points. You now, you know. There are some sisters who are proving points to other sisters. There are some brothers who are proving points to other brothers. There are pastors who even prove points to pastors. You this for social media, me to go this home. You preach, I preach. He said, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but all these things are is of the world. Look at the next verse, which is what we are looking for. He said that, and the world passeth away. And that's what we are seeing. The coronavirus is just um, is just something to just say that it's passing away. Because we, the coronavirus, the whole world was moving very fast. Even Sunday, people were not having church again. Sunday was no more for church. It was for lectures. It was for sports. Like church should just wait. 
for family meetings, church was, look, it was, almost the whole world was just becoming something. So I think God looked at the thing and said, look, I prefer Satan to bring coronavirus to get the people's attention that the world is passing away than to just let them misbehave. He said, and the world passes away and the last thereof. But he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. And the will of God is what we are looking at. In Obadiah chapter 1, verse 21, Bible says, and, and this is very important, the prophet Obadiah was around on earth way before Jesus came. He says that, let's start from verse 17. Hmm. But upon Mount Zion shall be deliverance. Somebody say, Amen. And there, may there be deliverance. Mount Zion represents the church. He said, and upon Mount Zion there shall be deliverance. And there shall be holiness. And the house of Jacob shall possess their possession. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. Next verse, verse 18. And he says that, and the house of Jacob shall be a fire and the house of Joseph a flame. This is different meanings. House of Jacob, a fire. House of Joseph, a flame. And the house of Esau for stubble. I don't know when I can go into that, but it, it has meanings. You know Jacob and what he lived for. You know Joseph and what he lived for. You know Esau and what he lived for. Esau lived for a morsel of meat. So the house of Esau is the type of the world. People who don't care about God. People who just do exchange for anything. He said the house of Esau would be for a stubble. Stubble means that it means the He said, and they shall kindle in them and devour them and there shall not be any remaining of the house of Esau. For the Lord has spoken it. Next verse. And he says that, and they of the south shall possess the mount of Esau. That means that people who are not eat mount, the mount of Esau or the house of Esau are the world where they are, like most of these banks and all those things, they are doing things and they don't even care about God. A lot of people prefer to invest their money in banks and in other such things than, you know, when this, um, what is it called? Men's gold happened. You'll be shocked the, the money that people lost. Recently, I heard somebody who said he had invested over 50,000. I looked at yes, because that person is in this church. And I have an idea of that person's time. And it's nowhere near email. But where did you get all that money to invest? That one there. So that's the amount of Esau. And people do things just for themselves. And that is how a lot of people are. Look, God is the man of God who must think about God. Me, I just go to church once. And then I, that your amount of Esau. So he said, and they of the south shall possess the amount of Esau. So the thing that you think you are fighting for, somebody will come and enjoy it. And he says that, and day of the plain, plain is a place where you don't meet a lot of things. Day of the plain, they who are just relaxed of the Philistines, and they shall possess the fields of Ephraim. 
who is a prophetic person, and the fields of Samaria, and Benjamin shall possess Gilead. So there will be a lot of possessions. And that's what is happening. I feel like we can have a catch bishop. Bishop, can I see you? Bishop, can I see you? I mean, just this evening, some lady who was calling me, calling me, calling me. I said, ah, she used to be a member of a church that I pastored before. For how long? I have not heard from her. So she just called me, but I have not deleted the name. She called me and said, ah, this person, why is he calling me? And then they called me again. Called me again. They sent me a message. Daddy, can I please call you? I look at the message. That's okay. Call. You should call. You see when there's a problem now you're calling me? Daddy, please, A, B, C, D, E. And I said, uh-huh. I said, E, F, G, I, J, K. I said, uh-huh. I said, Q. I said, no, you from J, you don't go to Q. <laughs> you know what? Somebody has gone to impregnate her. And whatever, whatever else. And now she wants me to come and then do something and then whatever. I said, ah, sister, so where are you now in the world? Who, who is your pastor? So I had to show her. What, you see, that's what I'm talking about. You, you, have, you, you think you are yourself. Now your life has become so funny that something has possessed you. You're, you're wasting. You're wasting. Now you, Next verse. Verse 20. And he says that, And the captivity of this host of the children of Israel shall possess that of the Canaanites. <laughs> Even unto Zarephath. And the captivity of Jerusalem, which is in Sephirath, shall possess the cities of the south. Somebody say, Possessions are Kosovo. Verse 21. And now he says, And though there are possessions ongoing, and saviors shall come up on Mount Zion. So what you don't know is that you are be prepared as a savior. When you were in your things and God chose to bring you into church, He actually brought you to count you as one of the saviors. Lift up your hand and say, I'm a, I'm a savior. He said, and saviors shall come up on Mount Zion to judge the mount of Esau. And the kingdom shall be the Lord's. So the first thing in redeeming the time is you must behave as a savior to your wealth. Impact lives. Talk to people. Get involved in their lives. Let their lives come to the track where God wants them to be. It's not, this doesn't mean that you are always talking about you must be born again because some people are born again already. But things are trying to take them off. So your life must be to stabilize them so that they can press on to the end. Am I talking to somebody? Yes. Yeah. Very important. So that's number one. Number two. You must help.
help in discipling new converts. In Matthew chapter 28, verse 18. Help in discipling new converts. You see? So, it is you and I our responsibility to make sure that a lot of people get saved and stay saved. Amen? Will we do that? That's part of your redeeming the time because there'll come a time that I can't do that. Chris, I can't do that. There's coming a time. Chris, when you say, Bishop Chris, oh, he was a great person. He was sent to Uganda as a missionary. But that is history. And so what? It's finished. Can I tell you how my mind works? And it's been working like that for a while. I always, I'm always thinking about the day I'm dead, what should people say about me? That's how, that's what makes me relate to people. The way I relate to people. If you, if you look at me and the way I relate to people, you can easily judge me. I don't move by that. I move by, should you, because, Bishop BND will end now, so. As you are going, come what is, what is Bishop about you? What is Bishop about you? What is Doctor about you? What is Professor about you? You are saying you are a professor. But what I'm, I'm not, what I'm saying is not correct. Eh, when you go to the airport and you see some former president, and we are all in the lane, in the queue, you realize that Charlie, this world there, I think you don't have to move by those things. It's not by that. So it's rather by what were you able to do whilst you were in your daytime. So relate with people. Love people. Find out during this COVID season, what have you eaten? Are you okay? So what do you need? What can I do to help? So why are you crying? Put your head on me. So what is it? No, your mother, she will not die. She will live. Give the person scriptures. Tell him, look, your dad has not made a mistake. Honor your dad. You are wrong. Don't do it that way. You see, as you are doing that, you are actually a savior of men. Now, Bible says that Jesus said in Matthew 28, 18, and Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Next verse. Verse 19. And he says that, Go ye therefore, and this is when Jesus was about to live. He was about to die. He was about to go. He said that, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Next verse. Teaching them. So here, he's talking about, first of all, go and tell them and baptize. So that is converting them. Mr. Dunkwa, amen. But now he's adding on, after you have done that, verse 20, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. So, there are a lot of things that Jesus, through his apostles and through his prophets, have written as a commandment to us. And this is what is compiled as the Bible. So he said that teaching them to observe the Bible. And lo, I am with you always. He didn't say always. Always means always. 
always. Not always. Behold, I am with you always. Even unto the end of the world. So here, Jesus is saying that it is me and you our responsibility to make sure that we teach people. So, God gives all of us different giftings that we are supposed to use in the teaching of people who have become born again. Am I talking to God's people? Yes. Yes. No, you must get involved in teaching. You have been born again for three years. It is your responsibility to teach some people. Teach some people. Teach some people. Teach some people how to preach. Teach some people how to do it. Teach some people how to arrange chairs. You think chair arranging in church is just done? No, there's a way. You must be able to come and say, look, have you seen this? One meter social distance. We are looking at this. Okay, so from here, from here, this. So now arrange it like that and make sure it's in the same line. Make sure it's in the same line. Because if you don't teach them, by the time you come, they have done something beautiful for you. By that, now you are telling the person that's what the ashes does. So gradually, and then you are teaching them. Teach them how to get involved with technical things in the church. Teach them how to use their gifting of dancing in the church. These days we don't do that though. Teach them how to also do things that are virtual. Teach them. Teach them. Look, so as I'm here, though I'm called a bishop, I don't, I don't, I try not to behave bishop. Intentionally. Otherwise, I can easily jump up this. And not be doing these things. A bishop there, he kept bishop. It's like, ma ba. Ya be you me car. Ya be you me bag. Me be be me do office. Now, open someone me casa. I saw Fred Nipasi Missy. Not as a bishop. But I tried Nipasi Missy. No appointment. I said, I don't know appointment. No. It's a funny way of thinking. But this is the way that God wants us to do. Teaching them. So, so you see me when I'm with people and I'm teaching them. Sometimes the teaching comes as instruction, it comes as doctrine, it comes as, but you see, by overgiving people, realize that you have learned something that hitherto you didn't know. Because me too, I have been taught. It is the teaching that makes the person graduate to become what God wants him to be. We must give our lives to the teaching of people. Teach them how to behave in the church. Older women must teach the younger women how to behave, even at home. Older men must teach the younger men how to behave. That means that in the church also, those who have been around for a while must teach the younger ones. Everything. That is discipline within this COVID season. The human answer. So, what it means is that teach or disciple them whilst it is day, for the night cometh when no man can work. Be a savior of men whilst it is day, for the night cometh. When no man can work. Are you understanding that? 
Can I have an amen? amen. Point number three. Fight for the church. Fight for the church. So when he said redeeming the time, there are these major things you must do in the redeeming of the time. Men, man, timing, co-waste. As we go and come, we don't know when we will die. And sometimes I have a feeling that we can be dying rock, 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 rock. At one time. We, we, because we can't predict who. <laughs> There are some people who are dead this year who never thought they would die. Oh? Actually, they never look like they would die. So what shows that by next year we will be around? It's just by the grace of God. I said it's just by the grace of God. Apostle Paul said, I am who I am by the grace of God. So, fight for the church. In Acts, chapter 20, verse 28. I would want to read this in the New Living Translation. I don't know why we don't have New Living Translation. It's very important. A nice version that brings out things. Acts 20, 28. King James says, Take heed, therefore, unto yourselves. Number one. And number two, and to all the flock. So for you to fight for the church, you must take heed to yourself. And number two, to all the flock, over the which the Holy Ghost has made you overseers. I say no kind. I say I'm not you so. me new overseer. That's why I want to read this New Living Translation. It said to feed the Church of God, which He has purchased with His own blood. Let me read from here. It says that so guard yourself and God's people. This is so we are all supposed to guard ourselves during this season. Am I talking to God's people? And also guard God's people. This is the time where a lot of people would easily fall away. You must fight to get them not to fall away. That's why the prophet has what he calls the flow. It is a way of keeping the church alive. Hey, can you imagine if there was no flow? No, I'm asking. Can you imagine? I'm sure by now, a lot of bishops and pastors would have been doing their own things. And a lot of people would have been out of the system. I mean, but you see, he has, by the grace of God, led us on a particular road which is to fight for the church, to keep all of us on track. He said that, and I'm reading my version. He says that, and shepherd God's flock. And then he brings Dash, his church, purchased with his own blood, over which the Holy Spirit has appointed you as leaders. So, and he continues that, and I know that false teachers, like vicious wolves, will come in among you after I leave. Not sparing the flock. Even some men from your own group will rise up and distort the truth in order to draw a following. Which, once in a while we see 
even at, in our church, what, just recently, one of the senior people had defected and has been teaching a lot of something that is bringing disorder. But you see, these are things that will happen. But what do we have to do? We must fight for the church. We must make sure that nothing spoils our church. Are you understanding that? There's a Satan somewhere who wants to spoil the church. And God wants you and I to see the value of the blood. Oh, I don't know whether I'm talking to God's people. It's part of the redeeming the time. Do everything possible to let the church be preserved. Otherwise, sometimes on some walls you see issues come up and we sort it out. It's not because we hate people, but we are fighting for the church. You must fight for the church. One of the ways to fight for the church is to make sure that anything that is trying to support the church, you prevent it. Without even broadcasting it, prevent it. Do things that to stabilize the church. Say, have you heard that this person is and the wife are leaving the church? Immediately go and visit the person and stabilize the person. Because if this person goes, all the people who are connected to him will also go. So you are fighting for the church. Jesus said he has used his blood to buy, to purchase us. So why would we let Jesus' blood go in vain? So redeeming the time by fighting for the church because the days are evil. Look, as I'm talking, a lot of churches are finished. A lot of churches that didn't have pastors who knew what to do. The churches are finished now. Especially this, this type of one huge church. And because we cannot meet, gather like that again, that the pastor doesn't know what to do. And it's finished. Especially some of these prophetic churches. It's, it's, it's finishing. Because now people can't go for you to pour oil on them. Go for you to shout on them, breathe on them. All the things that we know to do. So now, if you don't to slap them, to kick them, and all the things, to keep them. <laughs> but, if if you don't, if you don't, you see, and it's going to get worse. So, virtual is going to get worse. I, I, I don't know, but I don't think we are, as we are coming back to church, I don't think it's going to last for long. I won't be surprised if after December election, there's another lockdown. What do you think about that? <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's possible that's how it's going to be. And that will be a long lockdown. That is why even from now up to that time, tell me what can you do? I'm at a force. I got a It's almost like whatever we can do within this four. Let's do, let's do, let's overdo things this for four months. I'm telling you. Fight for the church. Charlie, that is why our prophet's books, most of them are books that are supposed to guide you on what to do in the fighting for the church. This series on loyalty is not to attack anybody, but they are medicines 
that in the fighting for the church you can use. Some of them are spray, some of them are black magic, some of them are different, different come pepper spray, different, different ways it comes and formats that if you know what to do, you can use to, am I talking to God's people? Yes. To fight for the church. Yeah, you fight for the church. It shouldn't be the pastors are the ones who fight for the church. No. Every member is supposed to fight for the church. In redeeming the time. So you are listening to me and you are not in this place we are meeting now. I want you to know that you must fight for the church. Fight for the church with your mouth. Fight for the church with your life. Fight for the church with your prayer. Fight for the church with your everything. Fight for the church. And that takes us me to the last point. The last point. Finance the church by building the house of God. God's people you know, we were not born again. Now we have become born again. He's preparing us for heaven. Yes. But there's going to come a time. Everything we are seeing today will be gone. But we'll be going to heaven. I, I always say that sometimes what should have happened, I think, was that when you become born again, when the day you become born again, no, what should have happened was there would be an aeroplane. That will come from heaven. And it lands. And all those who got born again that day. From China, Philippines, Ghana, wherever. All of us, they pick us and then straight to heaven. And when we get to heaven, then Jesus will welcome us. They say, hey, you are welcome. You are now citizens of heaven. So then they will take us somewhere and orient us. Teach us that you know these are the manners of heaven, and then but as you have come, we are not ready. You are now going to build your mansion for you and all that. So you have to go back and then go and do this thing that is savior of men, and then you also have to disciple people, and then you have to fight for the church, and then there'll come a time I'll call you again. So when God did some economic calculation. He talked about the fuel and all that that must be put in. The plane must come. The people who must work on the flight and then they must all come. He has to pay all that. Or yet calculation which African leaders are not so good at. Yet calculation combining one or two and say no. I can easily do some virtual move. Hey! Some virtual move. And then let the people when they become born again they should stay there. And I would immediately give them their job description. So that right there, they don't have to come and go. They don't, they know what to do and then they do. And that's what is happening. So when you become born again, right here, to me you are born again, uh, my savior of men. I'm supposed to help in discipling. I'm supposed to fight for the church. In readiness for going. So when you die, the day you die, there will be a flight that is picking all those who have died that day. Sometimes there are flights because the, the numbers are so many that you see those who have died within seven to eight. So you see a lot of arrivals at the gates of heaven. 
No, you, you, you can assume some of these heaven books and you get the revelation. There's, there's an angel called Jekoda who usually rides one of the chariots and takes, he rides very important people like Abraham. Because when we arrive, when you die, you arrive at the gate, a particular gate, because there are gates. There are supposed to be some major people who must come and receive you before you enter. So people like Abraham, depending on what you have done on earth, will come and meet you. Sometimes some, some other people will come and meet you. <laughs> yeah, so who will meet you? It's like traveling and then sometimes when you get there, you have to find your own way. Some of you, when you get to heaven, you find your own way. Because you are not, you are not as important in the church. Then you see other people, they are pulling their bag. Then, they just say, please, where, where, where is where? <laughs> you, you are not asking, where is where? So, can I join you? Join for what? You see, you see Abraham in a child with some, maybe some two major evangelists, I tell him, say, oh, Abraham, I didn't know you were, and so, yeah, you're welcome. We were watching you whilst you're on earth, all that you were doing, the impact you're having, that's why Jesus has sent me to come and pick you. And then they are chatting and you are standing there and you are waiting for a trotter or something. There's no trotter. So you see, there is coming and says, You've been here for a long time. What are you doing? I said, I have come. I don't know where is where. The way where. Do you want to go to it? Just walk. So you see yourself walking. It's like you are walking on this lonely, cool road. And you, it's, it's nice, but you're alone. Oh. Because you are not financing the church. You are not involved in fighting for the church. You were just thinking about buying clothes, dressing nice, watching movies. You were thinking about yourself and all those things didn't add value. That is why God said, look, when people become born again, I have a covenant that I have signed. God who he has signed. The signing is what he said, prove me therefore. So he has signed. When you become born again, you have entered into the covenant with me. That says that God, take care of my life. And anything that you get, you give me 10%. He doesn't need a 10%, but it's the 10% that warrants his involvement in your life, which we call time. And then offerings. So our offerings and our tithes are supposed to be our one of the ways of supporting and financing God's ministry that is on earth in advancing. Because Satan, the house of Esau, is fighting hard against the church. When you look at movies, eh, you see money that go into movies. And you ask yourself, Charlie, if this one-tenth of this money will even come to the church, we'll save a lot of souls. Most churches don't have money. Most industries have money. MTN, Tigo, Airtel, um, Voda, they will support all these programs, Miss Beauty, all those things, but they will not support a church. They won't. That is it. That is it. They will not support a church. Am I talking to God's people? You know, that's why someone like David was very special. And I can't wait to see David. 
in Psalm 132, <laughs> verse 1 to 5, Bible says, and I'm closing, Lord, remember David and all his afflictions. You know, sometimes when I think about people like David, I'm encouraged. Because they were practical people. He had issues. But his heart was for God. Amen. Sometimes you'll be shocked that you can have issues. But your issues is not even seen by God. Because you are redeeming the time. You may have sickness. You may have weakness. You may have infirmity. You may have financial challenges. And God is just taking you through. You are there and someone will buy this for you. I mean, it's like you are just being taken care of because your heart, your, look, like some of us, my heart has been behind these things for years. And I, if you like touch me, you would be dead and you are dying. I know for sure. It's not something I'm talking about. People who have tried have not survived. Because we are like the apple of God's eye. And it's not because I am a bishop or a pastor or whatever. It's because my heart follows these four things. If your heart follows these four things, you are precious in the sight of God. God doesn't joke with you. Because you are the one who is supporting His agenda. If you support MPP's agenda, they will preserve and protect you. If you support NDC, when they come, they will support and preserve you. That's how it is. If you support God's kingdom agenda, He will support you. I say he will support you. I say he will support you. So he said, remember David and all his afflictions. Next verse. Verse 2. How he swore unto the Lord and vowed unto the mighty God of Jacob. Surely, I will not come into the tabernacle of my house, nor go up into my bed. I will not give sleep to my eyes. This is not some part. Or slumber to my eyelids. Verse 5. Until I find out a place for the Lord. And habitation for the mighty God of Jacob. Somebody say amen. amen. Let me read from the NLT to get another revelation. Lord, remember David and all that he suffered. He made a solemn promise to the Lord. He vowed to the mighty one of Israel. I will not go home. I will not let myself rest. You see, you see someone like Pastor Richard. Pastor Richard sometimes comes to church and said, I will not go. Yeah. I respect him for that. He, he may not know what he's doing. I will not go home. But he has problems. He has issues. I said, look, I will not go home. Some people, they just come and say, hey, I want to go home. One of our churches, just three days ago, somebody who was supposed to be there also agreed to be there sleeping in the church. Decided to leave. And then three days ago, thieves went to break into the church office and stole all their major gadgets. I am warning us by this, that there is an attack of thieves on churches. Let's look. We can be, we can be shocked. They will come and run, sack us if we lose our guard, and it's something ongoing. You see, but when you think about it, it's like because somebody was not willing to sacrifice his life to 
be there. I see it to be cautious sometimes. There are times I decide to come and do retreat here because I want I have to be around. Not because I want to come and do retreat. As my contribution. So how come that you there you every time I have to be in my house, I have to enjoy a hey, corona me I can you you corona. When we get to have you we'll see. When we get to have you see. You think that we, who is who is who doesn't fear corona? We all are careful of corona. We are careful of Corona. And what I'm saying is not true. There's no people who don't, you know me, I don't, I don't go out, I am just there, I'm in my house, you are in your house. The church of God should be your number one house. Because in fact, this is called Christ Embassy. The church is Christ Embassy. That church called Christ Embassy has chosen the best name. It's, it's actually Christ's Embassy. If you want to go anywhere abroad, you have to go through their embassy. So we have American embassy. We have Egyptian embassy. In the same way we have Christ or heaven embassy, which is the church. So if that place is not your number one place, someone who comes from there, you are a citizen of heaven, and that place is not your number one, you are deceived. You you take where you are staying and you are sleeping and doing as your number one house. That one is a rented place. <laughs> what I'm saying, a lot of people will be shocked when we get to heaven. Oh, I took my time and I built a house in my house. I did the tiling. I did this and that, that. I have, I'm actually investing an amount of 70,000 on my house within these two months. And how much of that 70,000 have you invested in the church? We'll be shocked how people will be shocked that they are shocked. <laughs> See, I will not go home. I will not let myself rest. So sometimes for the sake of what we must do, we don't have to rest. You see some of us, we are going to come, we are tired of. I mean, I've just come here and I've gone and I've gone again and I've gone and I've gone again. But some people are not, they are, they are not tired for church. They are just enjoying home. Hmm. Or see, I will not let my eyes sleep, nor close my eyelids in slumber, until I find a place to build a house for the Lord, a sanctuary for the mighty one of Israel. Am I talking to God's people? So this was the mind that David had. It is my responsibility to look for a place where we can build a church. Is that not how prophet Doug is? He said, let's pray for 190 nations. And then let's pray for Iraq. Let's pray for Iran. Let's pray for Taiwan. Let's pray for this. And as he says, let's pray for missionaries. So it's like he's thinking souls. He's thinking discipling. That's missionaries must go and disciple. He's thinking, let's send apostles, old and new, to fight for the church. He's thinking, let's send money to build. That is how his mind is working. He's on the, he's, he's doing the main form. And redeeming the time. That's why I've taken my time to teach this today. Because if you do it well,
Even in the financing, you can move from level to level. You can move from the level where you, your little is what is given. And you move to the level where you encourage other people to give also. Because some of us, we are good at, oh, mama, but you don't know how to get people to give. When David was leaving this earth, he told his son Solomon that I have a friend called Hiram. It's Hiram, the king of Tyre. I want you to go and talk to him. Where he is, they have wood. He will give you any wood that you need for construction. So David introduced his son to his friend who could help him with material. How come are you, you don't have parties that you can talk to to help the church? How come that, you see, that's why I'm proud of this man who bought this new bass speaker recently. May the Lord bless this man. May the Lord bless him. <laughs> because you see, it, it, it's possible he said, look, why don't you help me to, and then collect and go to buy this major thing that has changed the church. That's how our minds should work. Ah, so, if we are going to have um, Saturday service here, then I, I need to organize some flowers. I need to also get this for the church. And it, that's how your mind must work. You must be willing to use some of your money to make church nice. I promise you, as you even do that, God even takes care of you. In Luke chapter 7, and I'm closing. Luke chapter 7, from verse 1. Bible says, Now when he had ended all his sayings in the audience of the people, he entered into Capernaum. And a certain centurion servant who was dear unto him was sick and ready to die. Night was hitting the man. When he heard of Jesus, he sent unto him the elders of the Jews, beseeching him that he would come and heal his servant. Our problem Next verse, verse 4. And when they came to Jesus, they besought him instantly saying that he was this man who has sent us. He was worthy for whom you should do this. Papa, you are smiling. Papa, Jesus, Because they knew that Jesus would ask you think I just go around doing doing things? No. I am interested in those who are interested in God and His kingdom. That's why there comes a time that sometimes people will think that the bishop is biased. It's not biased. If Reverend Gabby calls me, even when I'm sleeping, clink, 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 the sleep must go. Reverend, Bishop, a dog, a strange dog has entered my house. Strange dog. What is the color? Blue. I'm coming. Look, one of my main guys, when I was in Madan, one morning, around seven, he, I had a call that his children were eating. The, the, the wife had cooked and then the two boys were eating. And then a short bean came and started eating with them. Short. So the wife screamed and called their dad. And then when he got there, the short beans started going like that. 
any spiritual or physical. So he said, in the name of Jesus, and when he said in the name of Jesus, the being at the end of the dropped and started flying. So, I mean, the people in the area saw it. And he was so shocked that he called me. Look, wherever I was, I just, because here is my main guy who would do anything to help the church and he has an issue. But you see, assuming it's also a church member who is just, doesn't come around, it's not really involved with the church, I don't even know his name, and he, you see, and he just calls and so Bishop, first I said, yes? Bishop, please, it's me. Who is this? It's me, Thomas. Thomas. Which Thomas? So it's almost like I now have to investigate. What I'm saying, is it not real? I now have to find out who are you. Because you are not known. That's what was happening. So they knew that Jesus would ask that, ah, who is this guy? So they, when they came, they said, Jesus, um, uh, when they came to that, they besought him instantly, saying that he was worthy for whom he should do this. Next verse. Verse 5. For he loveth our nation, and he has built us a church building, a synagogue. And when they said that, next verse. Verse 6. Bible says that then Jesus went with them. May Jesus go with you. You see, that is what brings miracles. Jesus is ready to go with you when you are somebody who also invests in the building of the church. Rise to your feet. Just for a few minutes, I want you to lift up your hands to the Lord and talk to Him. That God help me to redeem the time. Help me to redeem the time. Open your mouth just for some few minutes. Talk to God. Lord, help me to redeem the time. For the days are evil. For the days are evil. Help me to redeem the time. Help me to redeem the time. Help me to make maximum opportunity of the time. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the precious name of Jesus. Time is running out. The days are evil. The days are evil. These days, a lot of evil is happening, which is squeezing us, taking away the life of the world. The world is passing away. The world is passing away. In the name of Jesus. Oh my God. Maliko God bless you for coming to church. But as you are going, pray that God, may I redeem the time. May I be a savior of men in the name of Jesus. Lord, may I help in discipling people. Lord, may I help in fighting for the church. Lord, may I help in financing the church. In the name of Jesus. Lord, Lebra Rabadiato Satarama, Kenneth was 
Next week, next week, Saturday, tell Jesus, help me to bring somebody to church. My God, my God, that could be your contribution. As you bring people to church and they hear the word of God and their life change, they will thank you. God will also say thank you. Malibraha, Give yourself no sleep, no rest until what God is doing is accomplished in the name of Jesus. Oh my God. Oh yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Oh yes, Lord. There is a redeemer Jesus God Precious Lamb of God, Messiah, oh, oh, Holy One. Let's sing again. Oh, there is a
Sansa. Oh, was grace that had taught my heart to fear, and grace my fears relieved. It's on the screen. Oh, oh, how precious thing that grace appeared into your heart and be the Lord of your life. You want to pray this prayer with me? If you want to born again, lift up your hand and I'll pray with you. You want to say, Pastor, I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to surrender all to Him. Lift it up and you're going to pray this simple prayer after me. And I want the whole church to please join and say this after me. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Please forgive me of all my sins. Please forgive me of all my sins. I confess you. I confess you. And accept you as my Savior and my Lord. Please come into my heart. Please come into my heart. And be the Lord of my life. And be the Lord of my life. Please write my name in the book of life. my name in the book of life. From today I am born again. I will serve you all the days of my life. Satan, listen to me carefully. Satan, listen to me carefully. I will no longer serve you. I no longer serve I will no longer follow you. No longer follow you. You are no longer my master. You are no longer my master. Jesus has set me free. 
Jesus, I'm, and I am free indeed. And I'm free indeed. Thank you, Father, for hearing my prayer. Thank you, Father, for hearing my prayer. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Father, thank you for all those who have genuinely surrendered to you. Help them to stay in Christ even to the end. Help us as a church to keep following them up and bring them up in the fear of the Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Clap your I believe you've been blessed for listening to this powerful message. For prayers and counseling, contact the following numbers. 0273-240-449-0540-774941. Stay blessed. Like you.